think it's myself and Rory. Uh, Cal is out and he won't be back. Um, he has missed this recording because he is away getting a tattoo with Holly. No. They're getting a matching tattoo. No, they're not. Yeah. Never in your life will you be able to guess what it is. It's... The what? Yin and yang type thing. No, so much worse. Oh, God. It's a song lyric. No. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Holly told me last night. <laughs> Expecting me not to... <laughs> Expecting me not to tell anyone. It's Country Roads Take Me Home. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. That is up there with Jamie Carson's new tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes Jamie Carson's new tattoo look respectable. Like, country roads take me home. Yeah. It's like getting... From where did you go? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is that you getting the whole thing? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Got an I Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's, uh, that's absolutely horrific. Yeah. Oh, so- well. So he didn't realise it was at 7 o'clock recording and he could only make it for 8. Oh. Uh, but we we introduce our guest and... Is it started yet? Yeah, mate. So right. you want to like, turn it on, Scott, and be a bit more presentable? And I'm not cutting any of this out. <laughs> uh, our guest in the hot seat this week is friend of the pod, Scott Fraser. Welcome back. Good evening, gents. Good to be back. Welcome back, Scotty. Yeah. Good to hear from you. A bit upset that Ben Morris was on this season before me, but um, I'll let you off. I mean, it's nice to be back nonetheless. You were episode two. Not that anyone could understand a word of episode two, but this will be more yeah. eligible. Yeah, I remember the old days back in the coach's room and uh, with Cheggy recording it. <laughs> Noise just bouncing off everywhere. <laughs> There's a thought. Where is Cheggy? We need to, uh, need to catch up with him. Like what? Where, like right now? Where is he right now? I was. I know he's um, obviously he was at Melrose, and now he's um, director of rugby at Peebles. Is that, is that right? Uh, you're not coach. Uh, head coach. I don't know. Well, I think director of rugby is kind of the just kind of head coach type role. I saw his name. On, I did see his name on the team sheet. I think at the weekend though. Yeah, Maybe he has a couple. He has a, had a couple runouts for. Hmm. Oh well, um, we're just going to do a wee review of last weekend, and well, we haven't we haven't recorded in two weeks, so maybe just a wee update on what's happened. Um, starting from Highlands' point of view, what he's he's had three big wins last weekend. Yeah, I'll let Scotty take the lead um, on that, but yeah, last weekend as he continues to speak. Well, this is the Rory Carson show as, as usual, but no, I will, I will, I will uh, excuse myself, Scotty. On you go. How how did let's start with last weekend? How did that go for for you? Highland were at home, the first team were at home to bigger. Yeah, very good. Good weekend all round. So yeah, first team we were at home to bigger. Who obviously over the last few years have kind of become quite big rivals of ours. Don't know if we're really big as big rivals of them as they are of us, but. Um, it's always a big game for us. 
Um, Tuz, who Tuz are playing at home as well against who's that Mackey or who was it? Mackey, yeah. Mackey Academy, former pupils, correct. Nice, and the threes were away at Turf, so yeah, good, good week all around. I think the under 18s maybe won as well. That's the second full house of the season we've had. Had that first day against Ayr as well, so um, yeah, good, good game against Bigger. Um, they were their usual kind of physical selves, but we put in probably one of our best performances in in quite a while. Speaking to a couple of their boys, I think they're kind of admitting themselves that they're they're missing quite a few and haven't been maybe near to where they've been the last couple of seasons, but it's still still a good win for us. Yeah. Are you seeing I mean looking at the league table there's is it Kelso and Gal are still un, un, undefeated? Kelso and Gal are still undefeated, yeah. yeah. Looking like the are they looking well Gala were obviously um probably should have won the league last year. Were they are they looking like the yeah. team team to beat, would you say? Yeah, I mean the their team seat looks team seats look a wee bit different. Like they maybe lost one or two, but that's not to say that the guys that have come in are just as good. Um but yeah, they'll be strong. Kelso, Luke, well, we'll find out this weekend, but it looks to be virtually the exact same team and coaching setup and everything from last year. So I would guess they'll have, they'll have improved a bit. They were, I think they finished maybe sixth last year just on the same points as us, so like one point behind. So uh, And they look to go off to a pretty decent start. It's a pretty tough trip down there on Saturdays, but I suppose we'll have a have a bit of a better idea after that. But yeah, I'd say Kelso and Gala look front runners, but um I'd like to think we can kinda cling on to their coattails a bit. Air look to be strong. Melrose didn't really have a great start, but I think go by the players they're getting back, they'll be they'll be there and there about. What is the I know people like kind of joke about now when Super 6 is about to finish like boys are going to come and slot back into some of these teams what is the kind of rules around that is that is that what's going to happen oh who knows yeah. technically no but I think Melrose have had a few boys playing Super 6 that have possibly just been up on loan yeah Calhack would maybe know better because I think Sterling have had a few a few of that as well they've... if they get loaned up then that doesn't affect anything and then my understanding was anyone, so like Super Six seasons, just almost finishing um, in the next few weeks, I think. And my understanding is that pretty much anyone that's playing Super Six can drop down and play, play at any level they want after that. But they can't then go back up for a year, I think. So they played Super Six when once they drop back down, they have to wait twelve months before they could play Super Six again. Yeah. And in terms of uh, well, in terms of Highland, what I can I think we spoke on was it the first podcast of the the new season about kind of Highland's hopes, and it was we weren't quite sure. Obviously, missing a few of the big big players from last season, and um, a couple of the the Army boys, the Fijian guys, were missing. And um, what were your hopes, aspirations, thoughts going into the year compared to maybe how you how you see the team now after the first uh, three, four, five games? Um... Yeah, I mean, we were obviously in a good position. We won three from four, but um, I mean, three have been home games. So, um, yeah, like it, 
we would have probably taken three from four if you'd offered us that at the start of the season. But at the same time, given how the games have played out and how the teams that we played against have been, it's we're probably pretty disappointed not to be four from four because we were pretty poor against THK away from home, really. But yeah, pretty pleasantly surprised. I think we've showed enough that we'll be able to compete at a similar, similar if not slightly higher level than last year and it'll depend on luck with selection, injuries, availability and what other teams are like. Do you reckon Certainly you... a lot... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to speak so that the listeners know that I'm still here and it's not just you two. <laughs> but uh, do you reckon that you can keep the momentum going on the off the back of the bigger game and the way down to Kelso? Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully. Um, It'll be your longest bus journey this season, so to get boys um, back into it. Yeah, it will be the longest. Kelso is about the longest thing. Eh? Um, yeah, like it'll be it'll be tough this weekend. It, it would be nice. It would be nice to have maybe a slightly easier fixture on paper to to try and keep keep a bit of momentum going. But like you, you have to play everyone home and away. So I suppose it doesn't like we're gonna have to go to Kelso at some point. I mean, probably going off the back of a good performance and maybe as good a time as ever. So. Without talking, uh, you you up too much, big man. Uh, what are the what are the kicking stats? What are the kicking starts looking like so far this year? Have you missed yet? I missed a couple. I missed a couple. Um, don't don't pretend nah. you know you don't know the exact stats. <laughs> I've missed I've missed two out of twenty ish. I think right about the ninety percent. It's good, but Rory, you know yourself. This time of year, it's not that windy. It's not that wet. Pitches are dry. It's a different story to do it in. November, December, in bogs. You're going to tell our listeners your big news? Your recent finding? <laughs> My recent finding? Oh, no, we'll, we'll do it so it doesn't fill your ego too much. So, um, A recent discovery is that Scott has gone through the back games and the calculations and found out that he is now possibly... Highland Rugby Club's <laughs> <laughs> possibly Highland Rugby Club's highest point scorer of all time with what was it 1006 yeah give or take 10 either way it's, it's round about there mm-hmm. yeah. how many tries I think that would be great <laughs> what did you say right how many tries just that even uh, it would be double figures but probably not far into the double figures. Very impressive. I mean, that's a three season. I had a hell of a run, but other than that, I'd be a solid one a season sort of bloke. I mean, no, nobody's going to go through or is going to be able to compile stats to prove you prove that you're wrong. So, I mean, I would just be blaming it anyway. <laughs> obviously, we took Scotty told Callum Callum Carson about uh, about his findings, and obviously, Callum you know, immediately says, nah, there's, nah, there's no way, uh, there, there's no way that's true, there would be boys in like the 90s that got, uh, they got way more, um, obviously based on absolutely zero evidence, and then we ask him to give a couple of examples, and he comes out with a couple of ridiculous shouts, Ringers. in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, um, but whatever, Scotty, we're, we're delighted for you anyway. Yeah, it's kind of strange, I don't, um, yeah, 
doesn't seem that high at all, but when you... How many years at senior rugby really, is that? When you really think of it, well, it's 10... I suppose by the end of this year, that'll be 10 years, but then a couple of years away at uni, that I didn't play much one year in Australia and New Zealand, but still, it'll be pretty lucky and steady selection-wise to keep chipping away. Well done, Paul. Dan, you're going to ask me about my new position? Yes, uh, there's other news. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, uh, Rory Carson has picked up a new job at Highland Rugby Club. What is it? Sergeant Bomb Diffuser. <laughs> Sergeant Bomb Diffuser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she moved to 15. About 8 inches. What was the... What was the reasoning behind it? Um, couldn't get a game of 10. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back to 15. Simple as that. I, w- I wasn't happy, to be honest. To, to let the gaffers know that I wasn't happy about it. Um, for- fortunately for the team, unfortunately for me, Craig Irvin is uh, playing really well at the moment. So I've been moved back to 15. But you know what? I was I was dreading it, but it's not actually that bad. Um don't actually have to make that many one-on-one tackles. Um, again, fortunately, we find we what we we've won, uh, we've won all our games so far relatively comfortably. Um, pitches are quite small, so their game doesn't break through too much. So, my uh, I've not been exposed um, much as I'd feared, but now I'm kind of in, I'm kind of enjoying it. And as I say, I get to defuse the odd bomb. <laughs> the nice thing is, like, you're not. Like there's not real expectation to make tackles if someone breaks through. Like if you make them, good, and you're gonna you'll always make some. But like nobody's expecting you to make every tackle back there. Nah, but when you're in the middle of the field and someone's just running at you, you kind of you're expected at least look like you're trying to get in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not I'm not known for my bravery, but nah, it's actually been it's actually been alright and. The way we're playing at the moment, to be fair, there's we're really strong in the backs at Highland this year, just in general. There's no, I wouldn't say there's any real superstars other than Magnus, who's on fire at the moment, but um, there's real depth in all the key positions, all the key positions at, um, at 10 in the centres and at fullback, um, and there's a rake of wingers as well. So we're finding that we're playing a kind of, particularly in the second team, a very kind of back orientated game um, which is great and everyone can kind of slot in at first receiver a lot of good rugby players so you know what I'm actually quite enjoying it yes good good loads of depth loads well decent we're now going to introduce our new segment so not only is Scott here to talk about wait wait can we Dan how's how's your season how's your (laughs) season I was, uh, I was, uh, <laughs> I was uh, looking to just gloss over that. Um, I'm actually I'm out for next uh, this Saturday. Went for physio. That's me. How how can you be injured? <laughs> I'm just a, a broken player. I'm very good. I just throw my body I was up. Ah uh, yeah, I'm more of a runner now, you know. So. Just really tender all the time. But you missed you missed last weekend's rugby for to attend Ladies Day at Highland. 
it's... and run the water for the twos, but yet you're now injured for the strat. I wasn't running. Well, I was delivering water. I think they call it, they call it hydration technician nowadays, Rory. Really. Sorry. <laughs> uh, aye. Um, without being disrespectful, we played we played Straven two weeks ago and the worst game I have ever been involved in. No, actually, no, that's a lie. Not the worst game, just the worst scoreline I've ever been a part of. Um, yeah, I was about to say that cannot have been worse than the nil-nil draw against Tame. I wasn't. Academy. I wasn't in that game. Did I didn't play either. Nah, didn't play in that game. Um, but I was thinking, like, the worst game I've ever been involved in is like, what's it, Mackie in the snow? Not ideal. Was that Murray? Was that Murray? Was that when joggers got a red card? No, this was like no. This was only a couple of years ago. Um, I, um, a real agonising defeat. What made it worse is that it was their, like, grand opening for their clubhouse. So big, big crowd, lots of people watching, and like, we, a, not even civ-like defence, just absolute open defence. You know, in school when they used to, when they used to, um, like you pay passive defending, almost on cue with that. Um, a lot of turnstiles out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, so what was the score then? Uh, if you want to find the score, you can find it on the SRU. Where's the score? Yeah. Um, right. It was. Am I mean, right saying it was into the three figures? Yeah, three, oh, three. But what what surprising was that we start we started the game, they had scored and then we scored right off the back of this. And I was like, all right, this is going to be good, and then they just went, nah, <laughs> we're not letting that happen again, and uh, just kept us drilled, kept us almost in our own own twenty two most of the game. Like very difficult. I don't think a, a blade of grass on their side of the pitch has been touched. Oh no! <laughs> did uh, Did you get your running back? Same good team though. Yeah, yeah, top of the league now. Massive points difference. If thanks, does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine so. Uh, but yeah, we were at, we were in the clubhouse afterwards, and this is probably I'm going to be more about the game. We we're in the clubhouse afterwards, and boys from Straven that weren't playing. I'd come up to us and they were like, that's one for our history books, isn't it? And I was like, what the fuck are you, like, what are you on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, but you don't, why would you come and say that to us? Yeah. yeah. Couldn't, but, lovely clubhouse, packed though, couldn't spit for room. You know, I can remember playing uh, in a game that it was, well, it was like that, but we were fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be winning by that score. I think it was Low Crabber or something. Back in Cali too, and uh, Richard Sim was captain that day. So Simmy stood up after the game to like do the speeches and stuff, and like trying to be nice, lovely guy Simmy, and basically was like, "Yeah, hopefully we have a bit of a tougher game last week. That was pretty easy." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what he was saying. Went no. to the table, went down like. 
Yeah. Uh, they took Wig- they had Wigtonshire last weekend, took them to a pretty cool it was twenty six, twenty two to Wigtonshire. Uh the seconds the seconds had uh, so they had Carrick twos at home and beat them twenty two nil. Which is nice. yeah, Carrick being a quite a quite a strong team. And their seconds mm-hmm. travel here. But. Good that you're getting two teams out. Yeah, very good. Just wish yeah. the first could win. Yeah, well, all the best with the the uh, the recovery and all that and the rehab. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're introducing a new segment. So, Rory fancies himself as a very what would you call it, Rory? A man of a wealth of knowledge. An able quizzer. An able quizzer. So we, we're offering the opportunity to our listeners to challenge Rory in a quiz. Uh, first challenger Rory is first challenger is Scott. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, how are you feeling, Scott? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. good, you aye. Smart. <laughs> so it the the structure of this will be a five question quiz timed so that if it comes to a stalemate and correct answers the quickest will be the winner you ready rory is a very knowledgeable guy on a lot of different things i'm also good at just saying things confidently enough that people believe it whether it's true or not that's definitely true yeah now let's get the suspense music ready Compose yourself, Scott. Your time. So who's going first? Oh, I've already done all these. Nice one. I need to put the suspense. Oh, that's not fair. What? No, what would be unfair is if oh, I did this on recording, you listened to Rory's answers and then just answered the exact same, <laughs> but quicker. Okay, right. Okay, yeah. that does make sense, sir. So then I'll play back Rory's answers, then we'll go through the correct ones. Uh, what, what topics are we? Sport. Okay. Right. Suspense music back to the beginning. <laughs> what a, what a car. Good luck, Scott. So your time starts now. Who holds the record for the most World Cup goals in football? Ronaldo. <laughs> in international rugby, who's the highest point scorer? <laughs> what two animals are presented on the Calcutta Cup? Snake and tiger. Eldrick Woods is better known by which name? Tiger. <laughs> Who was the Premier League top goal scorer in 2019-20? Harry Kane. Stop. Stop. <sighs> well, we'll now go back to I didn't really hear the Woods one right, but I'm guessing it was Tiger. Was it? Well, you can't, you can't blame me for your hearing. Maybe you ask Claire oh, to get a better team. We don't have that fibre optic out here in the sixth, Dan. Go on, dial up. <laughs> so this is Rory's recording. What's the deal? Just a sport, sport quiz question. It's five questions from sport. Okay. 
right. I would usually back myself, but I'll maybe reserve my confidence until I beat a few people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's get some some suspense music. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your time starts now. Question number one. Who holds the record for the most World Cup goals? Football. Next lap closer. Correct. International rugby. Who is the highest point scorer? Oh, Stan Carter. Question number three. What two animals are represented on the Calcutta Cup? An elephant and a snake. Question number four. Eldrick Woods is better known by which name? Tiger Woods. Who was the Premier League top goal scorer 1920? In League... Ah, uh, fuck that for you. But you know what I mean. In the, in the year... In the year no, not the year 1920, but 2019-2020. Salah. That's it. How do you feel about that? Happy? Not sure about Salah. I can't remember. That, that was the Covid year. Mm-hmm. On the league, so I think it was probably Salah. Could have been Kane. From my calculations... Rory has four points. Oh. Scott has three points. Oh. It was Miroslav. Miroslav closer for the World Cup goals. Dan Carter for the highest rugby points. Elephant and a cobra on the Calcutta Cup. Eldrick Woods is Tiger Woods, and Jamie Vardy is the top goal scorer, twenty nineteen. 2020. Really? Yeah. Well, Leicester didn't win Liga year, Dan. I know. It was Jimmy Vardy, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Danny Ings. Also <laughs> shit. Who, who, who was second? Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. <laughs> Shared yeah. with Danny Ings. Nice. Oh, well. Uh, well, you've Few left field names in that in that list. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I thought Scott. I think Scotty about everyone or anyone will have on could have been my toughest opponent. So I am now probably not going to lose. Yeah, very confident. Yeah. Yeah. Surprised that you didn't get the cup one. I know. I know. Um, I mean, we've only seen it about 84 times. Yeah, aye. It was fun. The elephant's really obvious for it. Cobras, three cobras with the handles. Well, that's it, unless you've got any other points. India doesn't even have tigers, does it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bengal. Does it? Yeah. I don't like the place you get tigers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bengal tiger. <laughs> Um, any other further points? That was just us, just a wee quick weekly review. Yeah, I had some questions for Carl, who's obviously um, otherwise engaged. Um, I'm sure we'll get his uh, could be get his thoughts on not only yeah, he could be engaged, <laughs> um, not only rugby but also on the monstrosity that he's getting inked onto his body. Because um, that is that is, I mean, I don't think. Disgraceful is putting too fine a point on it, but uh, we'll see how it turns out. I suppose. 
I mean, I cannot really comment on high quality tattoos, but that does so bad. That does so bad. Where is he getting it? Hmm. In Sterling. Sterling. <laughs> 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 Where's he getting it? The, the tattooist. The dentist, bye. Where on his body is the tattoo? I didn't ask, to be honest. Nah. Nah, I didn't ask. Okay. I'm going to go like ribs. Bicep. Oh. <laughs> we saw that. Oh well. Did you see the news about Worcester today? Yeah. Relevant. You guys have talked about it before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I haven't actually read much on it. Yeah, we talked about it without doing any research on it, which which was a, uh, um, you know, not ideal. But I saw they so all the players have been released. Dewey's on his way back to the Gunners. Yes. Yeah. Wonder where Rory Sullivan will end up in. About him. So he's not still injured. So they've been liquidated, haven't they? So that's them done and dusted. Yeah, they're out. The Worcester 2020 will have to start in the bottom. Well, they start again because they, the actual owners owned, so they sold, the owners of the club sold the land of the club to themselves. I think it was a car park. Aye, it was like car park and like surrounding areas. Not like not like stadium worth, but it's a farce. Here in football, the owners like what is it? What do they call it? A fit and proper persons test or something like that that people have to do. But obviously, these absolute cowboys have been allowed to buy a club. So it's pretty sad because I think up until a few years ago, it was like a one man kind of club that that pretty much. Back them for years and years, a local guy, and then mm. it's all gone. It is a shame because like everybody wants their club to do well, and you need money to do well, so you need someone to buy you. But if yeah. someone's buying you with the wrong intentions, so only the intentions of making money out of it, and not with the intentions of actually in, like having the club do well or having like sport in that area do well, then it's n- never going to work. Like the way that. Yeah. So the way that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney have bought over Wrexham at the minute, like they're, well, they're trying to prove that they're doing well for Wrexham and they're doing well because they want to, yeah. they want to improve sport within Wrexham and they kind of enjoy it as well. But yeah, like top end football clubs, you can probably make money out of just investing in them. Like, yeah. um, like there's no money in being a rugby owner. I wouldn't imagine there's an awful lot in being. An owner of like a lower end football club or something. But then like they've got the the Disney contract and Ryan Reynolds has got all his film money kicking about. So yeah, it is sort. Of, I think it is sort of a publicity spinner for them. But at the same point, I think they're kind of enjoying it. Yeah, well, Worcester were a, so they were a bit of like a yo-yo team, weren't they? They weren't. They certainly weren't stalwarts yeah. off the Premiership, um, and they didn't obviously have huge investments until the last um, the last couple of years. So yeah, that is a is a shame. A lot of people lose their jobs when these things happen, eh? Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. That, uh, aye, that's it. Was it <laughs> yeah. Uh, aye. Well all the best for the weekend boys. Thank um, you. Hopefully a couple of wins on the road. 